Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Astonishingly, less than half of retailers in Ireland have a shopping cart or a direct buy online facility on their websites. Also, only a fifth of retailers use ad tracking to follow whether their customers are responding to advertising that they've paid for or not. That's all in the latest web health report from the domain registry.ie with Retail Excellence Ireland. And Una McCutcheon is the Chief Communications Officer at .ie. Good morning, Una. Good morning, Joe. Tell us a little bit more about these shopping car facilities or the lack of them for quite a few companies. Yeah, you know, on the face of it, it might appear that this is not a great number. But I think we have to remember where uh, the companies have come from. So before COVID um, hit, we did a completely separate report at .ie and that showed that um, a much smaller number, just 32% of businesses, not not retailers specifically, but businesses in general, had um, e-commerce. So... Roll, roll the clock so forward. So it's gone from 32 to whatever, 46. Correct, yes. Uh, in four years. Yes. All right, okay, that's an improvement. But would you not say that's still quite low for retailers? Yeah, you know, I think that we have to remember that a lot of retailers use um, e-commerce in, in different ways. So you'll be familiar with the term omni-channel where mm. there's... Um, um, bricks and clicks. Bricks and clicks, that's it, that is, that's it exactly. So you know, where there's a a, a retail premises on the high street Mm. as well as having a website. Now, not all retailers either need or want to have the full um, e-commerce journey on their website. Mm. So what they'll use it for is to display... Promotion. Yeah, to display their products um, for click and collect, for example, Mm. which is very popular. I was speaking to one boutique owner yesterday uh, where 40% of her businesses click and collect. So you could see the impact of that. Um, so you're not worried about the fact that it's less than 50% have a kind of a shopping cart facility? No, I mean, look, we would love to be able to see more businesses and more retailers in particular mm. be able to do the full end-to-end. But like I say, it doesn't suit every business. So if you've got a certain type of business which absolutely necessitates perhaps coming out to your home, for example, uh, yeah. uh, and doing an inspection and getting a proper quote, then I can understand that. Yeah. But if you're in the mass sale business, then you mm. almost certainly have to have have some sort of shopping cart, won't you? Yes, absolutely. You know, if you're something like a bookshop or, you know, where it's kind of transactional in mm. a sense, um, it, it isn't um, a, a technical purchase or a complicated purchase. So in those instances, yes, you would really want to see um, the full end-to-end e-commerce. Now, you talk about something in your survey called the user experience or UX, yes. uh, which uh, which is quite low in, in among Irish retail businesses, 14%. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so user experience is really the experience that a consumer has when they come to a website Mm. and how they respond to that. How user-friendly it is, how easy it is to navigate the website, to find what you're looking for, that kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. And what is 14%? 14% of offering a live chat function, is that it? Yeah, well, so it falls into a number of different categories. So user experience covers a range of different topics, but the ones we've covered in our report Mm. would look at things like responsive design and responsive design means that a website will resize automatically to your mobile phone, to your tablet, to your desktop, to your laptop. Mm. And that's really important. And the positive figure here for Retail Excellence members is that it's 91%. That's at 91%. So that's a really good number. On the other hand, we see things like live chat and customer reviews. Uh, There's a low level of usage. 
And if you look Does at live chat work? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, are you really going to get to the end, to the bottom of your problem with with the live chat? Absolutely, because I mean, I think sometimes people might confuse live chat with chatbots, which are really quite a different. And you'd thing. forgive them for confusing them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could indeed. I think um, you know, there's there's space for both depending on your business. Mm. Sometimes people use a chatbot to do kind of a few quick screening questions, and then you get put on to a live agent or to a shop assistant or whoever it might be. So you know, a lot of people and in international studies will show that. Um, consumers really want to use live chat. They find it fast, do you, speedy. Do you know why they might like it? I think, from my own perspective, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Una, is if you've got an issue and you cannot find the telephone number on the website, sometimes it is hell on earth. There are some broadband providers, good luck finding an actual telephone number to call. And if you do find the number, then you've got to do press one or press three and then press four and then press five. And you're going through the motions and it takes forever. And so they say, OK, I'll do with the live chat because I I'll hopefully will deal with a human being. Yeah. And I think that that's an experience that a lot of people have had. And I think from a from a retailer's point of view as well, it's important to remember that people want to interact with your business in different ways. Some will want to phone. Others will want to use live chat. Mm. Um, others may wish to email you know, so I think it's important that yeah. retailers provide a, an option. A, a, yeah, exactly. So that so that it's um, aimed at the consumer. Now, you you want state support. What do you want state support for? Well, I think this report, <clears throat> the Data E um, uh, Web Health report, shows that there are areas where retailers are really strong, and there are areas where they where they need help. And the government has been generous with things like the trading online voucher. But it's really... And electricity supports and um, supporting staff during lockdowns. Yeah. And I think, you know, from our perspective, we're focusing on the digital side of Mm. things. So we would like to see the trading online voucher expanded to smaller companies, to micro businesses. Tell us more about the trading online voucher. What is that? The trading online voucher was implemented a number of years ago, well before COVID. um, And it was a system whereby the local enterprise office would pay, would pay half the cost of uh, website creation mm. uh, up to a certain value um, and then uh, you know it, it has evolved over over the years and there was a huge uptake during COVID but I think f- coming back to what it is we're looking for we want to see more supports for time pressed um, small retailers in particular where they don't have the skills in-house, it would be very, very difficult and for them. And you want the them. state to pay for uh, that expertise? To, to train them, to provide that expertise, that one-to-one um, support and very targeted. Mm. So people want to know about what does this ma- mean for me? OK, well, listen, best of luck with your efforts. The budget obviously is uh, next month in October. Um, and good luck with your efforts in that, in that sense. Una McCutcheon, the Chief Communications Officer with the Domain Registry. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.